What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of this podcast, The Jiu-Jitsu Secrets. Thank you all for who have already downloaded and supported and left me a good review. I greatly appreciate it. If you haven't left me a review yet, please do that now. So that way other people can find it. And it lets me know that you guys like this kind of content. Also, if you guys ever have any questions, make sure you hit me up on like a social media, like Instagram or something, and let me know. That way I can ramble about that topic because I always like giving you guys helpful information. So today I just finished up training with a private lesson student named Jason, who actually said he uh, listens to this podcast. So he's actually getting a, a shout out right now. But one of the main things that we talked about today was the idea of kind of having an opening play or like an opening move for your jujitsu game. So today's episode, we're going to focus a little bit more about the idea of why it's important to have an opening move or an opening play or this concept of having a go-to move, I guess, if you want to call it that. So first off, if you're like a brand new white belt or you're fairly new to jiu-jitsu, everything that I'm going to say is going to be taken with like a grain of salt because I truly firmly believe that when you're brand new with jiu-jitsu, you should just be focused on learning the basic idea of how jiu-jitsu works, the basic positionings, how to connect them together, just these basic ideas and kind of go wherever the wind takes you type idea. Be like a hippie about it, you know, just go wherever, wherever you can. But then as you start to become maybe even later in your white belt career or your blue belt career and you start to become more skilled, it becomes, I think, a little bit more important to have kind of a game that you're developing as you're exploring new techniques. Now, obviously nothing has to be set in stone. Nothing has to be perfect or has to stay in the way that it is. But what this does is it kind of narrows your your training focus. And I'm a big believer in this idea of a paralysis by analysis where you can have so many options, you've learned so many techniques, you've watched so many YouTube videos, so many instructionals that you have all these different options, but you have no idea which one you should be trying to train, which one you should be trying to go for or whatever. So I really recommend that students from each position, whether it's from the mount, from the guard, from uh, escapes, from closed guard, open guard, whatever, you have kind of a main move that you can go for right off the bat. That just makes training a lot simpler and a lot more effective and like I said you don't have to stick with it forever you might learn a new one and you might implement it in there and swap it out and change it you know but having a go-to thing especially early as a blue belt and as you're training is super helpful I think if you get too much shiny object syndrome and chase around everything and my favorite one is like oh well I just I just take what's ever presented to me that is like the ultimate Zen monk level when you can do that. If you're like, you know, a black belt that's high level and been training for a long time, yeah, you can take whatever you get because you're so good at recognizing everything. It's there. But most of the time, especially at blue belt, like you're going to miss 99% of the opportunities that are flown right by you. But it's a lot easier to capitalize on the one that you're looking for. And then as you get better, you can start to add more. You can have two moves and then three and then four. But don't make it too overwhelming. This is why I give kind of the warning about YouTube rabbit holes or instructional rabbit holes. Because you can kind of 
get lost in the shuffle. I'm not saying you shouldn't ever buy them, but the way I like to consume them, just for my own personal gain, is if there's something that I like, I really like about that instructional, usually they're set up to have a bunch of different techniques, is I'll watch a concept or a move or a whatever, and I kind of pause the video, write that down, and I'm going to go work on that and then I'm going to come back and then digest the next amount. If I watch too much at once, I'll try to be trying all of these things all over the place. Now, I know some people like to watch everything from start to end and then start to implement it one step at a time, which is 100% fine. But usually an instructional has so much new information, it's a little bit harder di- to digest like that. Um, I, I think the best way that we learn Um, New information is by application at the same time. So if you can watch an instructional about guard passing and then apply exactly what you're learning right away, I think it makes the information stickier and it makes it it more effective in my my opinion. I think a lot of research points in that way too. But um, being able to do that is very beneficial. But when you start crowding it with too much, it can be a little bit overwhelming. So having an opening play just prevents all of this scrambling of your brain all over the place from um, getting in the way of what you are doing. I think also it gives you more kind of a directed a directed focus. So not that it's too much analysis, but that you're just going to get better at whatever you want to get better at much quicker. Right now, I do recommend you be strategic about what your opening play is. So like, for example, if I had to give you guys the three main areas to focus in on first. First, I would focus on standing. And so I don't mean you need to have a standing great takedown or like a standing best whatever, but you need to have some kind of a strategy. Either you're trying to deny them from a takedown and bait them into like a shot so that way you can engage or that's maybe you just pulling guard and then having like an opening thing you do from pulling guard. Or you do actually have maybe an opening takedown you're trying to do from a certain grip that you're trying to get. But you should kind of have an opening idea because most fights, any fight, all self-defense normally starts from the feet. So you should have some idea of how to engage from the feet and then how to do it from sparring. Then the next thing I highly recommend is have go-to escapes for all of the main positions. So have a go-to escape from the bottom of the mount. Have a go-to escape from the bottom of side have a go to escape from half guard to like making it a sweep or getting back to close guard. So have a go to one or two things that you do from there. And then then you can start adding in guard and then the go to what's your go to guard sweeps. I think having a guard sweep, I think sweeping is a lot easier to do than um, submitting right away from the close guard. So then have a go to sweep or even butterfly guard or something. So have your go-tos from the bottom first. That's why I recommend. I'm not worried at all if you're a white belt or even a mid-level blue belt until you start finding yourself getting on top like very consistently and over and over again, then I'm not too worried about giving you ideas about top play and having a go-to side control and having a go-to back mount and having a go-to mounted position. That all comes a lot later in your career but where students kind of get off balance is this idea of like whenever you're training jujitsu 
when you first walk in, you're like, man, if I could just rear naked choke everybody, if I could just take down everybody, if I could just hold everyone down, I'd be unstoppable. So that's where I'm going to put a lot of my attention and focus on. But the reality is, is that's very challenging to do because most of the training partners you're training with are significantly better than you. And so having a go-to opening play from those, I guess, bottom or inferior defensive positions is going to be your fastest way of hacking it. Um, it doesn't mean it's going to be the most successful right away, but it gives you guys something to kind of shoot for. So remember, try to get something from the takedown, maybe something from an open guard, because that's going to be a very common position there. Have a go-to maybe guard pass as well. Have one guard pass that you really like to do. And then also have a go-to for all the bottom positions. If you're lucky enough to get on top or you're a more skilled person that can get on top, then start to develop that from the top positions and have a go-to thing of that. So anyway, that's my thought process. We just, we talked about that for him, uh, Jason today and his lesson we were talking about initiating from the open guard and having kind of a go-to thing that he should be able to do from there. So I'm not going to expose the master game plan that we came up for him with that, but yeah. So there's your advice for the day. Hopefully you guys um, enjoyed it. Um, Thanksgiving's coming up. So hopefully you guys have a good holiday. Um, I'll be releasing a couple episodes uh, next week as well too. So everyone, take it easy, keep training, stay safe, and I'll see you guys later.